Hello and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. Red Barn Radio is now in its 19th broadcast season of Roots Music Southern Style. Tonight is show number 701. To keep our staff and our musical guests safe, we'll continue to abide by state and local guidelines concerning cleanliness and personal protective equipment. For now, our Wednesday performances will take place without a live in-studio audience. And now, please welcome to the Red Barn stage a unique performance of what tonight's guest calls real good and crude mountain soul music. Please welcome Mimis Jones. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is supported by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen, featuring authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta with live music every weekend. On Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky, Broussard's is on Facebook. And AccuPrint, providing printing, design, and fulfillment. Online at AccuPrint.us. On the Red Barn stage tonight is Mimas Jones. Mimas loves to perform with a variety of musician friends, particularly playing to the folks on the streets of Lower Broadway in Nashville, Tennessee. With her tonight is Charlie Goodtime. Welcome Mimas Jones back to the Red Barn stage.
Welcome Red Barn Radio's host, Brad Becker. Welcome to Red Barn Radio, folks. Our guest this evening is Mimas Jones, and she's here with our guitar player and friend, Charlie Goodtime. You guys have come up to visit from Nashville, mm-hmm. right? Yes, sir. All right. Mimas, are you a Nashville native? No, I'm from East Tennessee. I'm oh. from Morgan County. From Morgan? Morgan County. So, so do they do counties down in Tennessee the way they do here in Kentucky? You know, we, have, we, we evidently, I think, have more counties than most states. How many counties do y'all have? 120. If I'm remembering right, I, I think that this is something we learned in school, that Morgan County was, I'm pretty sure, the 63rd county of Tennessee. I might be wrong, but for some reason, I, you know, so Morgan County is 63. I think it was, I don't know. Can you describe, you know, what it is that uh, people who live there in Morgan County or who visit like about it? They can visit it now because uh, out in Petros, Tennessee, we have a old prison, Brushy Mountain Prison. It's been turned into a moonshine distillery now. Oh, that's and, a better use. Yeah, it's, there's been a lot of people coming into the town, and it's just old coal mining, but it's beautiful. There's just a lot of rivers and... What is the township there? Like, do you all have county seats? Like, what is the county seat of Morgan? Is there a main city there? Yep, Wartburg. That's where the school was. That was where the sheriff's department is and the the little capital or the courthouse. And a lot of people from other little towns had to come in to Wartburg to go to school because they didn't have schools. I didn't go to the Lansing School. It was a six-room school building that went K through eight, and then ninth graders went to Wartburg. They shipped me on out to Wartburg for when I was in grade school, but it was wild, man. I don't know. I don't know. This is cool. Now I say, hush now, baby, don't you shed a tear now, baby, don't you.
just shed a tear Now baby don't shout Yeah I know Oh hush Now baby don't you shed a tear Now baby don't shout No 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 So have you ever lived elsewhere, Mamus, other than in Tennessee? Yeah, you know, I went and stayed in California for uh, about a year. Well, um, how come you went out there? My grandfather, he uh, turned in 92, and he just couldn't function out there alone no more. For a year, we just kind of did what we needed to do, and we actually brought him out here. Yeah, take care of him out here. So he was just alone, and he couldn't do it no more. And he, me and my two little ones, we just said, well, let's go. We went to California and spent the year out there, and it was interesting. Was it a good year? It was a really good year. It was hard, you know. I worked really hard, but I got a lot of good songs out of it. It was really neat going to the beach. We went to Palm Springs, went some hikes up in some crazy mountains, and, you know. When you were there, did you have a longing for the place where you came from? Not necessarily Morgan, but Tennessee, yes, the South? Yes, Yes. What do you think you missed most when you were in California? My home, yeah. my animals, uh, my land. I liked it. It was fine. It was fun to visit, but I, I wouldn't want to live there, hmm. you know.
beer. Your dog's name is? Jackson. Jackson, yeah. Okay, so for our dogs, we have things like doggy daycares. Couldn't you have found like a Montessori program or something for Jackson other than having him in his doghouse no, on the No, actually, he was kind of like a rescue. My friends from downtown got him, and he was so big that they couldn't keep him in his house. He likes to run off on the road. I didn't want him to get run over. So until I can figure out, you know, how to get him a nice setup, he had to be chained up. But I had him on a nice runner. He just still would just look at me like, well, how come... That dog gets to run around. And so is your property like on a, on a busy state highway? or No, but there is a highway. My house is about a quarter mile off that road, but boy, he'll dart off. And he's a big boy. So I got him all worked out now. He's got five acres he gets to play in. Got him a nice little pad. So he's pretty happy well, now. He sounds but. very fortunate. Oh, now Dirty Harry's got him five acres. Miss Cal is free to run. close is your place to Nashville? You know, about 35 minutes, 40 minutes, 25, 30 miles. Do you spend more of your time there sort of in a rural setting, or do you split evenly between rural and urban? I I call it my separate worlds. Uh So I have my music world, which is in the city and, you know, that area, but then I have my real world, which is rural. Mm and I keep it very private. So people in my music world are pretty much not involved in my rural, private world. So it's just kind of two separate worlds. I'm the same person in both worlds. It's just I keep them separate. Did you move to that area so that you could become sort of part of the, the mm-hmm. Nashville music community? And how long ago? Like um, 28 oh. years ago. Oh, 
No, today we were talking about an old Murfreesboro dude that I was like, you've known him longer than I've known him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I moved out here when I was young, you know, girl. Because there ain't no room. This one horse town.
last 10 years playing down there, I know that people said that there's been changes from then till then, but from my 10 years till now, it's been wonderful. And everything has pretty much been the same, but up until about two or three years ago, AJs came in and AJs and all those don't want to hear this. You know, they want to hear other stuff. And, and they don't get it. Crowds do like this, but... Also, crowds do come to get drunk and dance to the songs they want to hear. Have you been in Nashville for a long time, too? I grew up in Nashville. Tell us about what the wheel was like. It was one of the original bars, one of the four original bars on Broadway. And by the time we were hanging out there, yeah, our buddy Brett was managing it. Hired all kinds of great uh, Psycho Billy and Honky Tonk and all kinds of great bands. Let us have fun in there. They you sure did. Get, yeah, wasn't afraid to let it get a little wild. I'm thankful for the childhood I had because it totally made me into the adult that I am today, and I'm a pretty good person. So, anyway, this is this is how I feel right now. All right, it's called Big Girl because I am a big girl. like you learn a lot like in in your early music life playing out in the street for free I learned that I love it I learned that I love Broadway because it brings in the tourists and they're in and out and the people who come in they love you and when you connect and then they leave it's just a continuous of just different people all the time I love it and people who want to have fun when you play a wedding Everybody wants to have fun, and it's all easy, and it's, you know, it's, it's the same thing on Lower Broad. Everybody came down there to have fun. Okay, I must confess there's something about your lips that when they move, I find myself just staring at them, and that makes, makes me nervous. nervous. 
Back with Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. All right, I will admit that I saw you standing there when I walked by. You looked at me and something in your eyes made me nervous. It made me nervous. It made me nervous When you sang When you sang All right, I must confess There's something about your lips That when they move I find Myself just staring at them, and that makes me nervous. Welcome back, Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Roots music, Southern style. Myself just staring at them, and that makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. I 
myself just staring at them, and that makes me nervous. Was it always the offbeat, or would there be some bands who played at the wheel whose names we would recognize, or was it more a place for sort of the alt scene? Alt, underground, just let's just go in here, let's get drunk, and let's honky-tonk. You know, let's, let's just be who we are. And this band is that band, and that band is this band, and we appreciate who you are. As long as you're bringing people in and they're having a good time, yeah. they're okay with it. Do you have some places there in town where you guys can go semi-routinely and play what you do, or, or do, you, do you need to take it to the streets? Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we've we been playing at Layla's, you know. Uh, Layla's lets everybody do their thing. I she's, saw a video of she's you playing the last, Layla's. She's probably one of the last on the street that just lets people come in and and do their thing, you know. Really, honestly, there's others maybe, but Layla's is really just let you come in and be who you want to be. To a point, you know, we can get rowdy, we can get drunk, we can say what we want, and we can have a good time. The crowd has a good time, and that's that's what it's about, you know. It's And she makes money. they have a good school experience in general oh, it's hard you no you know i mean it's it's like i'll tell you something we went to california for that year yeah and i enrolled them boys in school and when that year was up i was like okay boys we're getting ready we're going back 
to Tennessee. My 13-year-old looked at me. He said, I don't want to go. I've got six friends here. Huh. Mm, that's sad. What do your boys find at school that gets them excited? What, well, they what do kind have, of you know, do they, like? they do have their friends, but there yeah. are some that just go around, you know, tough shouldering it, you know, and getting huh. them. They have their friends. They're fine. They cope. They got me. I guide them well. You know, I guide them well. So yeah. just all I can say, I was just a born mother. Cool. You You've know? been playing music and parenting mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so a question I was going to ask about how parenting had sort of changed your life as an artist really isn't pertinent because you've always parented while you practiced your art. Yep. Charlie, what else do you do with your time? Uh, I play on Lower Broadway mostly. Layla's has been back open last weekend and uh, this coming weekend. Music full-time for you? Yes, yeah. Did you go to school to study music? Yeah, yeah. I went to Belmont to get a music theory degree and and, uh, almost got there. Do you ever feel compelled to just, like, finish that last project and be done with it? Or is that not necessary? Right now, no. (laughs) (laughs) You came to Belmont from where? I grew up in Nashville, so I got into the music business early on, and and then uh, eventually, yeah, found myself down on Lower Broadway. Mimas gave me my first regular work on Lower Broadway. It's a great place for people to, pickers to make a living, and 
and for people to have fun. your farm your animals and you also have your boys my oldest boy is grown he just had a birthday so he's older than my two younger ones who are (laughs) 10 and 13 so their ages are grown and Mm -hmm. 10 and 13 Mm -hmm. yeah okay actually my grown son he has two children so um it's i still choke on the word but he has two children my son and they're beautiful they're beautiful little Beautiful children. Oh, wait a minute. Yes. I know what that means. Oh, okay. Okay. I get it now. Okay. Now I understand the mystery. But it's, it's, but it's, it's a wonderful. Be- it's beautiful. It's it a is. wonderful, it is. a wonderful thing. Yes, it is. And so your boys, 10 and 13, mm-hmm. that's a great age. Yes. Uh, and you know, when I was listening to you sing the, the song, Being Stoned, that kind of made me wonder, was that based on an experience you actually had? Yes. Okay. And yes. so- an amazing image for me in that song of resilience, you know, for a kid who gets bullied is that that image you brought out in the song of, you know, I didn't squish the bread, I didn't break the eggs. The sad part of that is that's something that it takes practice. Does that make you feel sometimes like you want to protect your 10 and 13 year old boys? Not like overprotect them because I just feel like it is what it is and people are who they are. And if they start out young bullying, they're going to grow up and be you know, because I'm an adult and I still get bullied. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But for my children, I just, I just tell them. You know, I mean, you got to learn how to cope with it young. 
you gotta you gotta just know how to deal with these guys and these girls and and walk away. You can fight as a child, which growing up where I grew up, that's what we did. We fought, but I can't fight as an adult because I don't want to go to jail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I don't want them to fight because my boys, they're not fighters. I was a fighter. I still am. They're not. They're not fighters. They got. They're just sweet, you know. So they got the sweet side of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was just ten years old. I went down to Myrtle's grocery store to get some milk and eggs for my family. I was cutting through that schoolhouse yard and boys started throwing rocks at me, and I turned around, hollered out to let it be. But then one come popped me in the mouth. Blood started gushing out. Tears started falling from my eyes. Every step I took, couldn't see a lick. Didn't squish the bread. Didn't crack the eggs. Didn't drop the milk. I made it all the way up the hill when they stoned me. about that guitar you're playing and how you learned to play it. My folks introduced me to bluegrass and my dad took me around to the station in jams on Sunday nights and so I got to hear uh, a lot of a lot of great stuff going on there. I mean, there were always a lot of heavy hitters back then. Yeah. And it still is. They're still they're still doing a great job there. When I was a kid, there was literally nothing else there. There was that spot and it was a train yard. And there was a bakery across the street from it. And, yeah, now it's 22nd century all around the station inn. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Woo, that's right. Here we go. This is Can't Ever Could. Here we go.
your kids understand what it is that you do as a profession? Yep, they do. You know, I just, we all got to work, and I'm, I'm a single mom. You know, I've raised these two on my own. I adopted them, actually. I've done it on my own. I've had them both now for 11 years. And, what are their uh, names? Nathaniel and Jeremy. Okay. They're my boys, and Lane is my son. Um, he's my biological boy, uh-huh. and um, I don't know. We're just a team, and I tell the boys, it's just us, and, and we just get through it. I don't know. We're, yeah. I, I don't know. We just get through it together. And yeah. They're good boys, and sometimes, you know, People don't see deeper than certain things, you know? Is Lane close enough to you that he can help take care of the younger guys when you have to go away, for instance, when you're playing music? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's there, and we all help each other. He actually has a place right across the street from me. I got land over here. He's got land over there. And um, his son actually was born a year ago with a half a heart, so we're just kind of all working together, you know, just mm. trying to make everything work with school and doctors. And I'm glad we're all together, you know, and the boys, they do have Lane to look up to, and I'm thankful for that. I ain't your punching bag. No, you can't break my back.
We would like to thank Mimas Jones and Charlie Goodtime for being with us this evening. We also thank our volunteers and staff for their help in making our production happen each and every week. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, and, of course, those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now, once again, please give it up for Mimas Jones here on the Red Barn stage. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Thanks also to Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen, featuring authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta on Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky. Broussard's is on Facebook. AccuPrint, providing printing, design, and fulfillment online at AccuPrint.us. Support for Red Barn Radio also comes from LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city 
inspired by the arts. And visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Collins, who also directs our show. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of The Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. WookoutAmerica.com. Red Barn Radio. Roots music, Southern style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. Oh!